0: History, politics, sociology, the story of Beirut, and reclaiming the Bidish, with Professor Samir Khalaf, for episode fifty of the Beirut Banyan.
1: My perspective goes back. To my days at IC in high school yes. in the late forties and in AUB in 50s. Wow. We used to demonstrate mm-hmm. um, um, against Israel, against occupation of Palestine, against the French. Uh, um, and and I, I recall at that time how 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 impactful mm-hmm. these events were. Yes. But they were nothing. Compared both in scale and magnitude Mm -hmm. and expression to what we had witnessed here. My God, we are told a million, a million and a half, I don't know. Could be even more. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. on on Lebanon. And it seemed to me genuine because it was unrehearsed. You didn't see people articulating slogans, the slogans evolved in a day or two about killoniani mm-hmm. K uh, and all of this yes but um it it was to me a, a, a an, an, an irrepressible you know um, 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 episode mm-hmm. that I will never forget about and it is going to also to those people who participated in it to those people who watched it on on the media they are already already they are talking about that that this is a milestone
0: in our life and when you go back to the student protests of the 1950s do do lebanese think of think of themselves differently now than they did when you were a student i think so Hmm. and this time lebanese were
1: decrying what has happened to their country yes by, by 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 their own politicians by their own political leaders right so there is this uh, inward anger mm-hmm. that is at, at, at that time we were attacking either a colonialist country or right. Israel or um, what happened to, 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 to Palestine or so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, what was different to me, there were leaders. Yes. I could tell, yes. you know, who are the people. Who are leading the demonstration?
0: Yeah.
1: I could not tell here, although were involved um, 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 millions, mm-hmm. who is um, the, the, the spearhead
0: of, 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 of this event. So, a genuinely leaderless uprising, yes, yes. at least the past four weeks now, yes, yes. as opposed to what I'm familiar with, which is names emerging or even perhaps yeah. politicians sort of taking over and, and leading it. Do you think that that makes it uh, sustainable that we have a what a youth bulge in the middle mm-hmm. of Beirut and we see them I mean they're, they're, their leadership is Instagram and WhatsApp and Facebook. Yeah. they're really on their own. Do you see that as a way as a way to achieve political gains that will happen later or is this something that is so new? I, I didn't think so until last night. Uh-huh.
1: The, the intensity through which the young mm. men and women were talking mm-hmm. about, uh, um, and, and, and the way they were uh, um, uh, gesticulating yes. what they want to do mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the um, makes me entertain the thought that perhaps they will not give up, yeah. unless there is a change. So
0: there is and real passion now. Yes, there, yeah.
1: there is a passion for, now. and today so, I, I feel it, it. It is not just wishful thinking. Yeah, I I feel there is passion and determination mm-hmm. to
0: see this uh, through. I want maybe your yeah. perspective on the way the average protester looks at sectarianism today, mm-hmm. as opposed to the 1960s and 1970s I don't know and I'm I'm not able to yeah. gauge whether or not the chance for secularism are actually genuinely chance for a secular state mm-hmm. or if it's a just a, a disbelief at how poorly governed we are and the sectarian model maybe is being blamed for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. and I'm not able to get to the bottom of it on my own yeah. what that you say you you can say we want to overthrow the regime and we want a secular regime yeah. in its place at the same time i I know that Lebanon has never been governed that way, yeah, yeah, and it would be so alien now to assume that that's going to happen yeah. what, what do you think about that yeah. i mean just like we say the the, the 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 or the
1: uprising is 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 exceptional, it's very unusual yes. But in my book on civil and uncivil unrest, Mm -hmm. I argued that the civil war in Lebanon was very, very, very unusual. Right. My basic thesis there, and it was quoted several times, that people ended up killing not those they wanted to kill, Mm. but those they could kill. Okay. There is proxy violence. Yes. Right. When, when the Syrians, when I begin there, started hitting the Maronites in the oh, north, mm-hmm. the Maronites were not their enemies. Right. Their enemies were either Israel or Saddam Hussein.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Saddam Hussein and Israel are not accessible and right. they are not vulnerable. Right. And I use these two concepts. Uh-huh. But to the Maronites, to the Syrians, are accessible
0: yes.
1: and vulnerable. They can be killed. Nobody is going to come and so but this time, mm-hmm. this is what sustained the war. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, um yeah. by the end of the war, and I calculated, more Christians were killed by other Christians, mm-hmm. more Palestinians were killed by other Palestinians. Mm. Yes. More Shiites were killed, the Thunai Yes. yes. killed by other Shiites. Yeah. This is this is what is very, very pathological about delay of civil unrest at that time
0: yes
1: and there were no mass protests right
0: right about that during the civil war there wasn't no, any i mean there were flickers of it in the late 80s but yes. that was more against if yes, that yeah. was not yeah. not the same that we're no, seeing no. yeah so there's it's not necessarily that they're challenging sectarianism that they're just finding things to attack at the moment as opposed to what is really a sectarian way of governing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did I get that right yeah, yeah, okay yeah. But, yeah but also
1: it's it, it becomes an issue of of identity yes the last book of I mean my yes s- speaks speaks about that yeah. and I, I could see it emerging I mean this is the first time everybody was wearing and carrying the Lebanese flag right all over you know right and um, um and the national anthems so um uh, this is very transformative mm-hmm. and
0: I think this thing is one of the elements that is not going to be blown away in um, your in your yeah, gut yeah. instinct does this feel like a revolution or does it feel like demand for reform? And I, I know that they yeah. I know that these words overlap, but yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Leo, it, it's more than just reform. It's more.
0: Okay. You you
1: you could reform my fiat, <laughs> um, you, you, but it, it 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 doesn't. Um, Which one's easier to fix? Yes, yeah, it, 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 it is. Yeah it, yeah, it 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 is it is not going to make people uh, love the other, you know, um, and then right. So right. my my issue. Uh, in in in, in, in 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 my analysis of space, especially the Corniche and other places. How how do you share space
0: mm-hmm.
1: with people
0: mm-hmm. you
1: hated, yeah. with, with 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 people you wanted to kill? Yes. And this is really how the disappearance of public spheres in Lebanon
0: right.
1: has been very crucial to me.
0: Yes. Now perhaps this is the beginning. Mm-hmm of um yeah my favorite book of yours is the heart of beirut yeah. which is a in a way it's a tribute to martyr's square yeah. and uh, i believe the subtext subtitle is reclaiming the british yeah which is i mean reflects back on a time where sure, yeah. i mean ottoman beirut mm-hmm. and the heart of beirut yeah, yeah. not just physically but commercially and this it was the center of the city and today i mean 4 weeks ago and I think yeah. it's common to everyone here. We don't associate Martyrs Square with anything but a scarred part of the sure, city, sure, sure, absolutely. parking lots. You're right, you're right. And now um, it's unbelievable that it's just it just came back to life. Um, and is the, when you say reclaiming public space, are you referring to using Martyrs Square for its original purpose? Absolutely. So in other words, yeah. the fact that we have tents there, and mm. we have people discussing politics, using the space for mm. change, and also we've seen the cinema the mm-hmm. old egg yeah. being used for lectures, and I believe AUB could, could, faculty have been doing could, it too. Could, yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean by sort yes, of taking yes. over the city? And, yeah.
1: and uh, the notion emerged earlier. It emerged in my little book on um uh, um Beirut uh, uh, restored, Beirut reconstructed. Where, 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 where yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. Mm-hmm. And where, where Edward Said wrote a long introduction. He liked it very much. Mm-hmm. That was inspired by my son Ramzi. Uh-huh. We had come back after an absence of six or seven years in Princeton mm-hmm. and we lived on Kimon-so in my brother's house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, um, Ramzi woke up um, with a Right. He has yeah. never heard the muazzin in, yeah. in, in in Princeton. <laughs> and a, a rooster. Yeah. And I said, th- hey daddy, what is this? Come, Ramzi, this is a rooster. And then there was the jasmine and the Bougainville, yes. you know. Yes. So he thought, all of Beirut is going to be that enchanting. Right. So, right. yalla, 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 let's go, he, I could hardly wait, he put mm-hmm. his clothes, and we walked towards Hamra.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And the first thing he saw was what he called Swiss cheese. Oh, yes. The, the buildings right. that, that are, you know, pocketed.
0: Shrapnel damage Shrap- and all that, yes, yeah, 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 yes.
1: So and then uh, rather, Ramji runs. This time he 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 came back. He held my hand, mm-hmm. and this poor boy was sweating. Uh huh. So I said, look, these are the two elements in Lebanon today. Yeah. There is geography. And there is fear.
0: And that's going back to the nineties. Yes. So this is after the civil yeah, yeah, yeah. war ended. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. How can we use geography, landscape, architecture,
1: mm. urban planning mm. Mm. to preempt fear? Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And yeah. because at that time the Lebanese couldn't see the mountain. Right. The Beirut they couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't see Sewar. Yes. I, although I, 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 I loved to to, to swim and sewer when I was mm. in high school. Um, so this is why these continue to be mm-hmm. the delicate features. Ramzi, when we were flying back, he says, Daddy, how does this beautiful country produce such a shitty political <laughs> culture?
0: <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean if anyone could answer that question yeah. right because it is really torn between beauty and ruin yeah. it yeah. is really you're right. both you're right you're right and it's it's a tragedy that that's the post civil war order mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not a what you would assume to be reconstruction and and rebuilding the tragedy continued mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and I've walked by the grand theater and thousands of times every right? day and I never I never thought I could go in until the yeah. protests, which the, the, these uh, protective barriers were mm-hmm. knocked down. You have thousands of protesters taking back the Grand Theatre, and it's such a beautiful structure. And I was on the committee to
1: transform this yeah. into a, 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 an outlet, mm-hmm. a restaurant, uh-huh. but also a place, a stage. Yes. Where people it exists in New York and yeah. Boston, yeah. where people come watch a play, or, but at the same time eat.
0: But you know that kind of decision making. It is unfortunate that Lebanon's problems tend to be regional, and there's not. There are regional issues that have kept Lebanon from functioning like a normal state, but that is not a regional issue. That is simply domestic corruption. Absolutely. And can I ask you, from your from your opinion, since you've seen you've seen Lebanon before the war, you've seen a Lebanon during the war, and you've seen this country reemerge mm. and kind of sluggishly put itself back together. Can you point the finger at who, who is really to blame for something like that? Is it simply a that we did not demand more as a population, or is it something structural? It, in general, it's it's the structure, it's the it's the political culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: that's that doesn't tell us much. No. It, yeah. a, you, you know, but, but, but if you live in this society, you begin to expect that that um, uh, uh, proposals, plans, uh, 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 ecstatic sort of um, um, uh, project,
0: mm-hmm.
1: never realized. I was on the international committee for the creation of downtown Beirut. Mm-hmm. We hired a beautiful, beautiful uh, British, you know, Templar and an architect. And uh, why? <laughs> Briri says Hariri has taken so much land for Sunnis. The Shiites don't have anything. Mm. But the Shiites didn't live in the center hmm and what we
0: wanted to build
1: w- was not parochial
0: yeah
1: uh, a theatre is not parochial
0: it's actually a, m- a very yeah. neutral and place. in my
1: design, I introduced yeah. the um um like in rome the the um Roman uh, stairs yes yeah uh, right. it will be at the end of the burge. yeah and I had imagined um, people playing the guitars, singing. Yes. People could be having, um, um, you know, discussions. Uh, somebody reading his poetry or so on. Yeah. It's a pity.
0: So that's uh, basically you know. two things: it's the power-sharing mechanism mm-hmm. and its and its corruption, and they're sort of linked mm-hmm. together here. That we cannot yeah. expect more because this is the way Lebanon is governed, mm-hmm. and the post-civil war order was so corrupt and so malign that le- the average person yeah. did not expect more mm-hmm. they expected even less maybe mm-hmm. i think that's the biggest tragedy for someone like me yeah. who's yeah. Ne- never known a lebanon before the war yeah. and had high hopes and they yeah. were not yeah. materialized and I, I only lean back now on stories from the older generations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's almost like a fantasy story yeah. now. yeah and at the same time we broke into the grand theater and we got to see it and it's almost yeah. like a, a missing link to the story. It's it's, it's there. A, it, yeah,
1: it's a it's a pity. It yeah. doesn't require much to rebuild it.
0: Things people spend more money on weddings here yeah. than they do on yes, restoration. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I know. I, I know about that. In my chapter on consumerism, I had to bring out data, uh, figures on on um, uh, uh, Nawistani, the mm-hmm. uh, the hotel mm-hmm. yes in, in Roman yeah. yes. in yes Khidrmana and mm-hmm. the Miri, yeah uh, every Friday Saturday and Sunday three days of the week all the way from April until
0: November yeah they're booked yeah hundreds we, of thousands of dollars spent spend absolutely on, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah while that money could have just restored one yeah, building the, in yeah. downtown <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that shows where the where the effort was at the end of the war. It was short-term pleasure as opposed to long-term mm-hmm. sustainability. Mm-hmm. I think back to my youth and my student years of AUB as a, a central component to who, who I am and how I identify with Beirut. And Ross Beirut, and AUB in particular, but the neighborhood, is that little microcosm of whatever you want to call it, uh, not a melting pot, but maybe a, a place where no one cares what the other person is, Yes. And yeah. last names don't particularly matter, and if they matter, they matter up to a point only, and communal differences are put in the background, and other things are put in the foreground. I, I get away with that. <laughs> My name
1: is Samir Khalaf. Yes, right. Here in America and in Europe, when I'm giving a lecture, mm. you all come afterwards but what are you yeah. uh, you know the, I'm, I'm not Muhammad I'm not Ali I'm not sure. Hussain. Yeah. so I tell them, I'm a sociologist <laughs> 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 just like Ramji says he's a very tall
0: very yeah right so but that's the power of Ras
1: Absolutely. If, if more of us yeah. can begin to identify ourselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: by activities that, we, that, that that engage us. That, that arouses us. That yeah. that makes us feel different. Mm-hmm. You know, um,
0: yeah.
1: when I was your age, I, I was a long distance runner. Right. I, my aim was to have the record uh-huh. of the mile. Yes, to to yes. to run the mile in less than five minutes, which wow. I did. She you did know. it. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, but we an AUB gives you yeah such outlet.
0: Absolutely. Like, uh, But what we're seeing now in the middle of Beirut is that, to you, a reflection of what we have in Ross Beirut, where people come together and their their communities don't matter, or is it just a an attempt at sort of reuniting different communities and different maybe different classes, different different everything? Because not you, I walk around Martyrs Square today. And I, I feel I feel it a bit that this reminds me of that equal among equals that no one stands out that we're all the same. Do yeah. you feel that there's I, a parallel I, there? I, I feel I feel that way. Mm-hmm.
1: Although here, obviously, what stands out is the scale. Yes. Yeah. Right. Which which uh, uh, but uh, it is some um, uh, people who in my piece on the Corniche mm-hmm. I speak about. Have ah, the Corniche is the only urban open space yeah. that different people from different backgrounds
0: mm-hmm.
1: use it at different time of the day.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
1: Early early morning, you find uh, people like you, people like me at yeah. 5 o'clock, yeah. you know the do, do The do, ambitious. The ambitious uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, at around 10, the idle middle-aged men who are not working right. until noon. right. At around the, the most interesting to me is when the families come mm-hmm. on weekends
0: mm-hmm. the whole yeah. families yes
1: right they the father and the mother and the yeah. they, they eat they they, they play yeah. in the evening um, the, the, the the amorous types go down yes early 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 morning um, is, is, so you have a variety of activities right. a variety of groups using space
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, openly and this is the
0: only place that exists in all Beirut. When you were younger, were there other places like that? And no. I don't mean AUB particularly. No. Or, there was nothing like that no. anyway. So there's almost a false nostalgia about the Haddish. People talk yes. about it as yeah. a park where Lebanese used to go. It never yeah. wasn't no, that no, for no, you. No, okay, yeah. so it's just the Corniche yeah. that's always served just, that yes, purpose, yes. Mm. and now accidentally, a open wound in the middle of Beirut, which is Martyrs Square, yeah. can in a million people at once. Yeah, yeah. And the whole city can converge.
1: This is to me a, a byproduct mm-hmm. a a um, of the spectacle. Right. We were, we, right, We were, right. We were, right. We were o- observing. Yeah. And and at, at hope I hope it, it it gives people the opportunity to to reflect on it, to think about it, to become um, part of their growth. It, yeah. it, it, people cannot scream and shout for four, five, six days and not have, a, 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 I mean, a cognitive and emotional <laughs> impact on them.
0: Right. Yeah. I sense it even at night now where people are shouting and joyous yeah. ch- chants and people are sort of hitting their, their pots at home and yeah. there's a, there's, a, there's life now that I've never felt. I d- didn't feel it in March 14. Or the You Think yeah. movement, yeah. this is new. Yeah, this is new. It's funny, I, I go every, I have a ritual every evening mm-hmm. from
1: from six to eight. Mm-hmm. There is the back burner. The back burner. A coffee place, you have to visit. <laughs> they, they make the, the nicest cappuccinos uh-huh. anywhere. You know? Yes. I go there because they have the New York Times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the international edition. Yes. They have the New Yorker, so I, I, I read them. And on the way home, mm. I see a couple sitting in the same place <laughs> on a staircase, yeah. a young man and a young woman, yeah, so the first time I intruded, uh-huh. i said look um, you look cute you 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 remind me of what we did yeah. when when I was your age, That's um, so we we talked a bit mm. the next day, there they were,, oh, yeah. but this time, they stopped me oh i'm more I'm more you know uh-huh. um, So we we talked a bit. But yesterday I was inquisitive. I Mm told them, why are you sitting here? And their story was very revealing. We have been engaged for three years. We can't afford to get married because we can't afford to rent a house. We are here to change the laws to allow people to rent a house. This is very interesting. Because it came up in my study on divorce, which I did in eighty um, uh, two before I went to princeton and If you go to the religious courts, they put the name who who are engaged or married, and the cause of divorce they to I yeah. thought they meant income, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the uh, the sheikh came and the doctor no 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 this means three things. Budun dakli means he doesn't have income Mm -hmm. to buy a house. Mm -hmm. Second, he cannot al bait he cannot enter a house. Right. But third, he cannot enter the woman.
0: Oh Jesus. He said that? Really? (laughs) He put that So so so. Th- I think that's in, a, is it in that order for, the,
1: for for these characters? I'm I'm sure I'm going to meet them tonight. That's they, hilarious.
0: Yeah. I wonder what they'll tell you tonight. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but that so that I mean, and I. But, but I meet many, yeah. many many many
1: unusual young youngsters. Yes. Yes. Who come and you know yeah. some have taken my name have come, look 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 me at Google mm-hmm. came back hey look,
0: you are not what you. Uh, they learn more by yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we don't yeah. But this this and I want your opinion on this because I I mean I loved walking in Saifi Village. And I loved walking here because for me it's an opportunity to feel what Beirut could have you looked like. You are very right. Yeah, and I know that most very of right. the buildings are not the original ones, but yeah. some of them are. This is the original one. This is an original one. Yeah. So we're sitting in your home, which is so, it's so charming. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason is it's yearning for more homes like this in Beirut. It's a typical Lebanese home. Yeah. And I know Saifi village is not a, it's not, I mean, it is a, let's say an upper class or middle upper class neighborhood. Mm.
1: Originally it was lower.
0: exactly yeah. originally it was the lower Taylor Clarkson district, district. Yes. yeah yeah and actually Saifi down the street was a red light district sure. yeah. yeah so i mean different time yeah but it's still a it's not so much the the rent or the property yeah. rate it's more the architecture and having mm-hmm. no cars having a fountain having a sidewalk yes, having yeah, benches yeah. standard stuff just down the street is the wound, Martyr's Square. Yeah. You go one block west and it's scarred. You go perhaps two blocks south or southwest, you reach Khandal Remy. And you go down was the old red light district. Absolutely. you brought I mean yeah. it's in a way it's a it's an odd yeah. node for every different angle of Beirut in its past and in its present. Yeah and i wonder in your opinion what prevented beirut regardless of the the few examples that we know yeah. which is downtown and so there but i'm talking about the wider city what prevented beirut from retaining its architectural heritage and its history and i cuz I, I ask you because i know that before we started recording, you were mentioning that this home reminded you of your childhood home yeah. on Jeanne d'Arc. Yeah. Jeanne d'Arc, there's nothing like this anymore. No, no, no. It's just ugly, ugly of, towers. Yeah. And I've seen the old homes disappear, yeah. but I know they were mm-hmm. plenty before. Yeah. Jamezi has changed. Uh, Mono has changed. Eshafi yeah. is yeah. ugly uh, now. Uh, uh, Hamra uh, has uh, deteriorated. Uh, and you, you have the long view. What... Do you think are the real reasons that Beirut does not retain its charm, that it's gone downhill?
1: I can be very materialistic. Mm. It's the price of real estate, the price of land, mm, mm, mm. which prevents you mm. from preserving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, a square meter is eight thousand dollars. Yeah. So uh, right away, yeah. you lose the notion. Of planning, Mm -hmm. of of preserving, of uh, protecting, Um, and this to me is one of the most most um, um, dramatic um, um, uh, demise of what could have been a cosmopolitan city, but with um, enclaves of um, um, homogeneous, heterogeneous, whatever. Mm
0: Neighborhoods that little link little properly, that feed yeah. into each yeah. other. So, so it's really just a price scout. In Brooklyn. Huh, yeah, right. Yeah. So you see Beirut's story more like extreme gentrification in a, in a neighborhood I like in, me? I, w- uh-huh. I was going to use that term. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
1: this is why Safi Village was an attempt, and I was hoping if we had finished building the, um, uh, the bourgeois area. Um, it would have been another example of how different groups with different inclinations can perhaps share public mm-hmm. space.
0: But what what uh, are the real? Is it just simply that prices went too high too fast? So short-term absolutely, term profit? Absolutely. If you if you, if you do the
1: the the plan mm. of I did it in my one chapters, the construction permits the Beladi gives. Yes. Tells you. How many houses are being built?
0: Yeah, right. Uh,
1: and, and and they were immense.
0: I've heard s- uh, statistics, 30,000 empty apartments, and that's a conservative estimate. You're right. Which is insane. You're right. You're right. You know? My, the, the wife of George,
1: um, they stayed with us for, for two weeks, just a, a month away, mm-hmm. goes at night with her camera and takes pictures of all the high-rises.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And yes. she tells me, look, Samir, <laughs> one, two, light. one <laughs> light, two lights, maximum yeah. three
0: lights. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a very obvious very way of sort of seeing that. And if you see them during the day, they're, they're, they're very, very, very uh, uh, refinedly built. Yes. And, uh, I mean, it's a lot of money pumped into these buildings that are dead.
1: And they are both on the map. Right. al Yes. Right. When when, when yes. says, I own this. Yes. So And they estimate that by the time it finishes, this will be the value. Right. And then they reset it.
0: And so this is like speculative investment gone wild for a city that should have retained its charm. I mean, we've seen cities tear each other apart. We've seen Mediterranean. I mean, go to Sarajevo. Sarajevo more or less looks the way it did before their war broke yeah. out. Um, you, have, you have Ottoman cities that have fought each other inhabitants tore the city apart and they sustained themselves. Beirut is really, it went crazy. And I don't think this can be fixed. This is permanent damage. I mean, I can't imagine Beirut now, after, even after this upswell of emotion, Able to preserve its heritage. Okay, okay. I see that as a lost cause. I,
1: I tell I tell people, I, t- I tell my own boys when I go to Midtown, mm-hmm. my favorite place is between uh, 50th and 64, 65 on 3rd Avenue. Okay. I go there and, and I sit on uh-huh. the side of the street. Yeah. Some of the nicest architecture in the world. Yes. And at night, before the dark, you see the silhouettes and, and yes. planning, and, right. and and I say, <laughs> yes, but but the, the the experience is aesthetic.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: That's all. Yeah. I can't imagine myself. Yeah. Congregating with people and talking with them or asking them for tea or so on. Sure.
0: Yeah.
1: But here you do. Let me show you a picture which I found just recently, and you see exactly what we have been talking about. Beirut reborn? Yeah, this is by Angus Gavin. Uh Aha. Look. Oh, wow. This is exactly our house. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Look, look, yeah, that's... Wow. That's the Saheed Al, and that's the Nujareen, and this is exactly our balcony. That's here. your home. Yeah, that's that's our home, and they are celebrating um, um, Palm Sunday.
0: But I mean, just the number of people and the way it's lived. The, yes, and this is like a it's an it's a it's part of the city yeah. center. It's downtown. Wow. And this is the pharmacy we still use. Oh, safe pharmacy. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So this is from the '60s, I'm guessing, or the '50s. Yeah, I maybe? think so. Yeah. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Oh, it says, Suh Nujari, the street.
0: Yes, yeah. right. It's showing how all types how of Lebanese would interact. And how it know. could have... How it could have, could have been. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't want to wax nostalgia too much, mm-hmm. but I will take advantage because you, you, you do, when I, when I speak to you, I do feel nostalgic <laughs> for, a, yeah. a, for a time that I don't know. And I'm envious that you lived in the prime years of this country's history. Could you just take me back a bit to the moments that you felt things were going wrong? I used to speak to my father about his student years at AUB. And it's almost like he, he always had this way of saying that he knew the country was going to collapse. This is from the late sixties. It's not from nineteen seventy-five. That there was an inclination, almost that it's there's no way out. We're going to end up fighting. Mm-hmm. Is was he? I mean, that's one man's view. But did you have that perspective too? That the I, country I, was collapsing. I, yeah, I I did, mm-hmm. and I could see it
1: because um, I would um, stop being invited to talk because in oh. all my in many of my uh, remarks or observations, I was pointing out to manifestations Mm -hmm. which are a source of dismay,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. a source of disappointment, Mm -hmm. disillusionment. And it's mostly uh, not the way we are building the campus, that Uh we we were very careful about, but the way we were recruiting
0: Mm.
1: and rewarding faculty, and students.
0: So this is back in the sixties? Back 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 in the mid sixties. Mid sixties. So you sensed it just in terms of the kind of the kind of classes or the the way of approaching a subject was shifting? Or or, or the way um, we we hire people uh-huh. and you could tell
1: uh, second or third year that the man or the woman is not with it. Right. All of a sudden, we introduce hmm. other hmm. variables. Oh, Haram, but you know, he lives with his family here. Hmm. Haram, he's uh, trying to get married or build a house in the mountain. So hmm. we always hmm. introduce non-academic, non-meritorious sources. Hmm. And then I, I would tell uh, Rozan. If AUB is beginning to be that way, what is going to protect
0: Lebanon? That's fascinating. So AUB was the, in a way, a bulwark against... Okay, and you... So you could almost sense that if AUB shifts, the country will shift with it. Yes, yes. I think of AUB, and maybe my standards are low, I think of AUB as the only place in Beirut that was able to withstand fundamental change. But maybe that's my expectations mm-hmm. have gone down. Yeah. That I think of AUB as able to shield itself for the most part from the shifting tendencies, not yeah. just a Beirut yeah. of, of yeah. Lebanon. Yeah. So, that's, so yeah. you sense that... You it could, was yeah. beginning to be less cosmopolitan. Interesting. AUB itself. AUB itself. Now that's 1960s. Late 60s and
1: early 70s. Uh-huh. Although this is, to me... Yeah. The golden gilded age, where
0: you be exactly, yeah. Because we're coming close to the war, and yes. and then everything stopped. Yeah. So it's interesting. The golden years yes. happened to also be the yes, beginning yeah. of the decline. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Do you think back to the student protests of the nineteen sixties and seventies? And there's a professor there. You be Rabah. I think he wrote a book about it called Campus at War. Um, and it's it's basically how student protests. From, they went from AUB, outside of AUB, back into AUB. AUB, writing about Kamel Salibi those days yeah, and students yeah. taking sides. and. Do you ever sense that now Lebanese will end up fighting each other the way they did before? That the demonstrations down the street, yeah. do you think that they could potentially devolve into chaos and anarchy, the way Lebanon plunged? Yep.
1: Yeah. I... I might be naive, but but um, this needs an incentive. Mm-hmm. Where is this incentive going to come from? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The 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 fighting might be very ruinous.
0: Yes, we um, saw we saw muscle. We yes. saw thuggery yeah. two weeks ago, where you had an, a protest against the protesters. Yeah and Martyr Square looked like a war zone for a few hours. Yeah. So there was a sense of it, but it didn't didn't continue. It, it disappeared very quickly. So you don't think that it could, it would not naturally devolve the way Beirut fell apart yeah. 40 years ago or so. Okay, that's maybe a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: o- o- also perceptions, uh, my, my view of, of, of Marx, play a very important part. In a study, I had uh, one part dealt with how um, administrative employees in the government react
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah. to what they have. If I were in a young age and part of the municipality, I would volunteer to be an urban planner. How <laughs> do you? I will begin to select spaces like the Corniche,
0: yeah.
1: or uh, spaces like AUB, where you have. Oh, this,
0: but um, this is something always interesting to me. That you could have. There are so many talented people in Lebanon. There's so many educated Lebanese. And you have people trying. And sometimes, sometimes, they are put in a position of power. And even then, they're unable to affect change. And uh, I did an interview with Munna halla She mm-hmm. does the Ras Beirut Initiative, yeah. the Barakat building. She helps yes, save yeah. it. And somebody like her, who is probably the most ambitious urban planner in Lebanon, or has the highest expectations. Right? Yeah. I don't think... And she said it herself, even if she were the mayor of Beirut, she doesn't think that she could really do much, That you'd have to have a fresh slate, almost like a, a cleansing mm-hmm. of the corruption from all sectors. Do you hold out optimism that now people are demanding accountability? and? But, you're right. It's yeah. funny. There are
1: two women, two young girls. Uh-huh. I come, they always come and talk to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and both are named um, Noor. One Noor Abu Adal, she says, <laughs> and one Noor A uh, uh, June, and both are interested in architecture and mm-hmm. urban planning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Noor June says all her family,
0: mm-hmm.
1: her mother, her father, her uncles are all urban planners or architects, yeah. and she loves to to uh, to work in in that area. Yes, so there's, the there's a there's is, a
0: yearning for it. Yeah, it's almost a yearning for citizenry, a belonging and a belief that people can... That's new. There's, yes, yes, there's yes. no... Yeah. No. It's fresh. And, and also,
1: you meet people who are um, very difficult to place or define. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I was growing up, when I was your age, mm-hmm. people asked me, what are you? I say, well, I'm a university professor. Right. I'm a sociologist. Yeah. But now people don't know how to define right. what they do, actually.
0: Right. And maybe there's a renewed respect for people that want to try. Mm-hmm. They're not considered fools. They're considered admirable. Yeah. And maybe that's the youth. That's something even... I'm, I'm, I think my age group is already a bit too cynical because we've seen failed attempts maybe too many times. And the yeah. youth don't have that perspective. They're really just... Now's their chance. It's funny.
1: As a young boy, our house on the street, I always recalled the time when professors would be walking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: carrying their their gowns yes. and their caps yes. and say what is this? Mm-hmm. It's then that I began to associate this event yes. with commencement or so on. Mm-hmm. And my God like, oh, I could become that way. You right. Know? Right. I could I could when I grew up, um <laughs> when I think my yes. I could, I could uh, walk yeah. and show with everyone this happens in andrasburg. Yes.
0: Yeah. I want to just wrap it up by asking you a an even more personal question yeah. for me. Uh, before we decided to meet you said something very very generous. Uh, you said that the moment my father was killed you thought that that was the end of an uh, end of an era. I don't want to take away from the joy on the streets yeah. or the the beautiful scenes of People coming together and Tripoli to Nabatieh and yeah. that's all great. But at the bottom of my heart, I still think that Lebanon has not resolved its structural problems. And those problems are going to deliver the final blow to this country. Am I being too pessimistic? Because I'd like the long... I, you have far more insight, yeah. far more knowledge. Do you sense that this is the end of something, or is it maybe the beginning of something else and where do you see Lebanon it's, moving? It's
1: the end of something and the beginning of something else. Mm. I can understand, as we said before, why why um, um, uh, militants would want to um, eliminate um, Gibran Twainy. Yeah. Um, Gibran Twainy every week wrote a scaling editorial yes. against uh, al Assad.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't. Um, again, he he he. By the way, Samir Asir, um, was his first job was to edit my 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 book Hassan Twaini gave uh-huh. him. He, so I, I, I know wow. Samir, and Samir again, you know, yeah. uh, he he hasn't. Um, there is not a, a militant iota in his blood, yes. you know. Yes. Um, and, uh, but your father is the epitome, it's the epitome really of a, of a, of a erudite, honest, decent, um, um, forthright person who has a vision of his country and the courage to articulate that vision yeah. to people who care. Yeah. To eliminate somebody like this tells you a lot about how wicked. Yeah. The the uh, political setting is for Lebanon. Yeah. How do you? How, I mean, Bashar Assad is that still alive. Yeah.
0: So that is ultimately the curse of this country yeah. that even the most even the most well intentioned, decent people get yeah. eliminated trying. Yeah. And I don't know if these demonstrations will ever yeah. address uh-huh. that head on. And that's why I always am cautious to be too, too on board with the uprising, whether it's now or if it happens again, that I have this reluctance to completely believe that things will change in this country.
1: The elimination of your father, I didn't say that before, played a very important part in deciding, look senior, how can you retire here? Hmm. How can you retire here? Um, um, I wish I could have become like Machata. I, I did I didn't have the qualifications. Um, this is uh, the the kind of um, um, metaphor even mm-hmm. that that the that the country needs. You illuminate him in cold blood.
0: This is why I do this podcast. Is the names you just mentioned? Shabran Twainy. I had his daughter Nayla, yeah. express her love. Uh, Samir Asir. Mm-hmm. I had Ziad measured share his fondness and his kinship. Um, I've had many people from Yasma Freyhan talking about her husband and now in my opinion um, one of the most important voices still in Beirut uh, sharing a tragic tale of a country that you've seen change fundamentally of a city that I sometimes don't recognize anymore but when it comes to at least still caring I think uh, I think you're you're at the top Thank and I'm honoured to you. have done this with you. A celebration of sorts. The 50th episode. With a professor I admire. If you're enjoying this podcast please consider a contribution through Patreon. There's a link in the details box below. And if you want to stay updated, simply subscribe to your preferred podcast platform or find us on our YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Rani Shatah and this is the Beirut Banyan.